0: Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're here with D Santos and Peter Keith and we're talking about the personalities and histories of Grover Beach and the South County. Now, D, you were talking about Duckman right before uh, right before the break. Were there other personalities that were significant in the South County that uh, you can remember? Think about the Hog Farm.
1: Oh yes, Hero and I can remember when we decided that we were going to buy some of that land and develop it. remember? He-
0: Hero was the name, correct? Hero was the last name. The last name the of last the last farmer. Name. What was his first name? Was it Enerd?
1: Enerd. Right. Enard Hero. Enard okay. Hero. And you know, people used they got very upset when they found out it was gonna be a development because they wanted they loved going over there and seeing the pigs and they'd take their kids and stuff. But and he was a very gracious man at the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I called him up one day. It was eight a.m. in the morning, right? Okay, Peter. So I called him up and I said, uh, Enard, I'd like to talk to you about something that's happening in the, in the city." And his uh, sister, I believe it was, lived with him there, and she called him from outside, and he got the phone, and he just said, "Peter, what are you with a little more uh, <laughs> more colorful, a little more co- colorful than that?" Uh-huh. And I said, "Peter, what are you doing? Calling a working man at eight o'clock in the morning?" I had to come out of the field, and I'm tending the pigs. <laughs> I, I am so sorry. I'll call you tonight. <laughs> he was a real character.
1: He was. He was. And
2: he did a lot of things for the community, as D has suggested. What, what kinds of things did he do for the community?
1: He, he brought
2: and allowed uh, school children and classes to come to the farm. Sure. And he told them about, taught them about pigs and let them interact a bit with the pigs and that sort of thing. That was a real education for people who are living in a more urban setting. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it he eventually sold, or I think his sister actually sold it, yes. to Warren Sanders. And no, he didn't name the development the Stinking Rose. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he named it appropriately. That guy... Uh, developed a lot of Grover Beach.
0: Now, now, where uh, the old pig farm? What part of Grover Beach is that uh, now? It's south. The, the south end. Uh, before you get to the um, the industrial portions, or is it the industrial portion? No, it depends on
2: which way yeah. you're traveling. But it was yeah. if you go east of the industrial area, it was in there.
0: Okay,
1: right. And
2: it's now it's actually Rose something. Rose
1: Court is on one side, that's right?
2: Okay. Yeah, that's okay. what it was.
1: And okay. then we had the playground that they built. So we had another little pocket park.
2: Yeah, that was that was part of the demand,
1: right? That we had that.
2: Yeah, Warren and his crew built, as I said, a lot of uh, a lot of subdivisions mm-hmm. and did them quite well. And it was one of the catalysts. Those buildings were part of the catalyst to make Grover into something entirely different than it was.
0: Now, when um, mm-hmm. when I moved to San Luis Obispo in 1961. Um, San Luis Obispo was uh, the same size as Santa Maria, uh, had many of the same attitudes, uh, same industries, with one exception, which was the Cal Poly campus that had architects and uh, and city planners. Uh, and, and, of course, that caused a sea change as they got more influence on the town's um, attitudes about growth. What was the attitude in Grover City, Back uh, when you were on the council, both of you, about uh, development and growth and uh, new housing and new new industry
1: I think I'll let Peter take that and then i'll I'll talk to him about on the woman's side of it. yeah, but you know Peter's in the construction trades. So he would understand more. and I think affordable housing was the thing. and even there on uh, South 13th, we were always going to build this senior development and it hasn't been that. And that was way before we had all this homeless problem oh, yeah. and so forth. You know, it was more about people who wanted to live there and who could make affordable housing. So,
2: Okay. So, I think I'd like to start with uh, what I would like to consider the city father, uh, Ed. The man who at times wore five different hats in the city. And that's oh. Tom Sullivan. Okay. He, that man was an absolute genius. And he was unrecognized for a lot of what his ideas were and how far the city moved and Tom took me into his office one day closed the door and I sat down and I'm thinking oh my god what have I done <laughs> and it turns out that Tom asked me if I knew what PUDs were that's a that's
1: prime use development
2: and I said I didn't and explained what a PUD was and that's a system where you take a 7,500 square foot lot that's 50 by 150 Okay. And you divide it into two or three lots, and you build contemporary units on it. Homes, in other words. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, we'd have mostly shacks mm-hmm. on those 50 by 150 foot lots. And I mean shacks, yeah, sit in oh, the middle. I remember. And the uh, the revenue that came, the, the, the property tax revenue that came from that was tiny. Like your little, a stream like your little finger would put out.
0: You mean from the shack? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. And... Uh, when we allowed the PUDs to be constructed by ordinance and, 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 and law, uh, it, increased the, it increased that property tax revenue, revenue like a cannon. It was huge. Tom was brilliant. And we allowed three of those PUDs per lot at first and realized subsequently that that might be a bit much. And so it cut back to two. And so Grover prospered greatly. Now, was, was
0: tom sullivan a staff member was he, he was on a the council?
2: he was a community development director very among good. other things okay and he was greatly dismissed at some point near the end or his retirement because um he wanted to be the city manager and he would have been very very good at it uh i was in africa at the time so i didn't have a chance to vote on it uh-huh. but i was supportive and Council member, the remaining council members at that time went out uh, in search with a headhunter to find somebody
0: else, yeah. and that was just tragic. The, when they didn't need to, they paid money to somebody to bring in applicants.
2: Right. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. And again, it, it did not have to happen that way. We've had a lot of really good people working in our community and at the uh, city level. Mm-hmm. A lot um, for a long, long time. It was kind of a training field. For people who moved on to better jobs, and I'll tell you this: back in the '60s yeah. and the very early '70s, now this is not complimentary, but Grover City was often called "debris by the sea" mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some other derogatory terms. Uh, it was not an up-and-coming community, but the PUD system helped that helped in that transition, and now. You'll notice that the the west end of Grand Avenue has really developed, and some nice restaurants and other places of value to the community. No, oh, it really has. And, and now there are two hotels and uh, ground with ground 4 retail going in, and that's at Fourth and Grand. It this community is really again transitioning into a really wonderful community.
0: And for listeners, hotels uh, provide the opportunity for a city to. Uh, rake in a lot of cash through the temporary occupancy tax on, (TOT) on uh, on hotel rooms. The uh, now now D. You were going to talk about the women's version of how that all worked and what the effects were.
1: As to I, as, I will as to development, I will say that Peter was on the right track. We have uh, never had anybody as important to us and the people that live there as, as Tom, Tom Sullivan, Sullivan. Okay. and uh, with Arnold Doughty too as city manager Indeed. and between those two you'd see him walking the streets if there was a construction project coming they would go to each and every household and explain what was going to happen now you're lucky if you can get in the front door in city hall I hate to say that yeah. but it's the truth I mean yeah. our city is ours the people that live there not people from the outside Bring it in. But um, the doors were always open. Always. And if you had a problem, all you had to do is pick up the phone. And that was a time when our police chief, we had Dave Brown, that was there. You know, they they communicated with the citizens of, of Grover. Mm-hmm. And it was so important.
0: And, and I get the impression that a lot of the um, upper echelons in the uh, city staff actually don't live in Grover Beach. They no. live somewhere else. True.
2: I and- want to... Go ahead, Peter. Let me, let me tell you a little. May I sure. give you a little anecdotal story? I, I hope you'll find this humorous. Yeah. It was it was done out of uh, innocence, but na- naivete on my part. So I decided I wanted to play a joke on, uh, it was April 1st. <laughs> I wanted to play a joke on, the, uh, on Dave Brown, who was our police chief at the time. I oh, said, my. <laughs> and I said.
0: <laughs> that could be dangerous. Oh, it was.
2: Uh, I called Dave on his uh, private line, and I said, Dave. I'm standing here at, uh, at the corner uh, where uh, 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 Mid-State Bank is, and uh, there's a drug deal going down here, and I think you ought to get over here as fast as you can, and uh, I'll meet you right here on the corner. And so he showed up pretty darn fast, yeah. <laughs> and I said, you got to come with me across the street. Well, uh-huh. there was there was uh, uh the drug store there and i said they're dealing drugs in there my brother. oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> and he didn't think it was particularly funny <laughs> and after he looked at me i realized realized that at the time it wasn't yeah. now i think he and i would really joke and laugh about it
0: well there you go well folks stay tuned to slow county public policy and the law after this short break we're going to have some really interesting tidbits from de santos and peter keith